Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the show. Great to have you along. And today I'm looking forward to a fascinating conversation with Natalie Hirsch. Natalie is the head of strategy and operations at a very cool startup called Dream Team in the HR tech space, and they're based in Tel Aviv. And they are a fast-growing startup developing the next generation of HR platforms with a focus on customization and analytics. And there's some solid reasoning and uh, tech wizardry behind it all. But firstly, Natalie, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah. I can't believe I haven't been to Tel Aviv yet. I really want to get there. Beautiful place, I believe. Let's get into Dream Team itself. I've had a look and I understand some of the ways it can be used. And it brought back memories for me when I was leading an HR operation. I was thinking, oh, where was Dream Team when I was doing that sort of stuff? So we'll get into that. But firstly, do you want to just give us a quick overview of Dream Team, what it is, what it does? Sure. Dream Team at its core listen, we're not really trying to recreate the HRMS market because there's so many players that have these HR systems. We're trying to be a little bit different in the way that we come to the market. We're building a product that at its core offers a lot of the same services, people directory, workflows, which take care of your onboarding and offboarding feature, and also Right now, we're in the sprint of building our people analytics tooling, permissions, a lot of those little core functionalities. So we are sort of shaping our core ecosystem of the platform. On top of that, we previously had a product that was quite different and we pivoted away from. Eventually, we will find a way to integrate that product into our core. And that was a recruitment analytics feature. What was an analyzing? It was a feature that you could integrate really easy with your existing ATS. So originally Dream Team saw that one of the biggest pain points specifically with recruiters was, you know, having these fancy ATSs for all their, you know, hiring funnels and not really being able to understand the data. And, you know, especially for huge multinationals that have tons of these like interviews happening at different stages. And so we built this product that could layer on top of your ATS. It could provide an integration to the Greenhouse, Lever, Jazz HR, Kameet, some of the big ATS products out there. And it had a very easy to use user interface that you would just, after you spent some time integrating into your ATS, you would then be taken to a template library where you could choose a variety of templates depending on what you were looking to measure. And you could basically pull together all these different reports about different hiring managers, performance in hiring, percentage of people that are moving through each of the stages, depending on departments, like a wide variety of things that quite honestly, companies struggle to put together. Yeah, absolutely. Now I can see the way that the product has developed the platform because it is sort of modular, but why did you pivot away from that? I know you may introduce that into the system later, but why pivot away? 
I think it's a very niche market and it was quite successful. We have still have recurring customers and we had achieved quite a healthy annual recurring revenue for that feature. Just the feedback we were getting from our customers, there was still so much to do in the space that needed to be built. And I think it was really interesting for us to sort of pivot into, you know, more of the core market because we saw a lot of pain points that still needed to be addressed. And then just sort of, you know, leverage that analytics functionality into our core. So right now, a lot of what we're building in our core product with people analytics is very similar, like a really intuitive way to visualize your data and to piece together, you know, interesting insights about your company and the people across different departments. So it's a very similar tool. And eventually, you know, if we move into building a very streamlined ATS into our core product, that recruitment analytics function will just layer into that. Nice. Yeah, I had a look at some of the reporting options and things like that. It does definitely make life easier. I'm picturing in my mind's eye some of the reports I had to generate, you know, where you're pulling this far from a VLOOKUP Excel thing and trying to get something out of a database access over there and connect the dots and hope that they all match up. Whereas this was a lot more intuitive, as you said, you mentioned pain points that you developed the product to sort of match some of these pain points. What are some of those pain points that you've been noticing, identifying and trying to solve with the product? So originally one of the biggest pain points we're trying to solve and we've carried over to our core is data. People are scared of data, HR teams, management, managers, Data is easy to say. It's easy to say, I want to be data-driven. I want to be a data-driven company. But actually living and breathing that is very difficult. And having like the proper foundation where you have access to your data and then knowing what to do with it. How do I report it to my manager, to my CEO? Like, you know, what do I present? Like, how do I make it digestible so that I not only pull together and consolidate the data, but I can generate useful insights? You know, it's sort of that whole funnel of leveraging data. That's a huge pain point we want to solve. The other one I think is that a lot of these businesses, especially now with our core product and pivoting more to small, medium businesses, is these companies think that HR software has to be expensive. And we really want to just help these small, medium businesses that are on Google Sheets or Excel say, we have a solution for you. Right now we're free to 100 employees. But regardless, if we were to change that, we want to be able to offer functionality to them from day one because we don't think it should be difficult. And we think there's definitely a better solution than using and navigating a Google Sheets or an Excel. I think the ability to consolidate your information and your records, but also to build that data layer in one tool is super helpful. So I think that's a key pain that we want to solve. Nice. Yeah. I mean, a couple of things out of that is Microsoft Excel, Google Sheets. It's probably the number one competitor for any SaaS or software company in the world. I mean, it's not just in the HR space that Excel can drive so much. And when you look beyond that and see that the possibilities, because that feeds me to the second point that you were talking about, you know, the data and people want data, but it is tricky. And if you're an HR leader, you might do monthly reports or presentations to the leadership team. You know, you're part of that group anyway, but you're in there talking about the different outcomes anyway from a data perspective. But guaranteed, you'll then get questions which are deep dive questions or drill down questions. Oh, why is that number big? Why is that number small? And you're not sure. 
so no one wants to have to say that sort of stuff. So knowing you can find that data or plan for it or have a way of accessing it quickly is really helpful, but confidence inspiring, I think, for any HR leader. I think so too. And I think a lot in my career, I've been more on the operational side of businesses and helping them scale. And I think there's this big disconnect between a senior leadership team slash C-suite and an HR team. And, you know, the inability to really showcase what HR is doing and how can you measure it? And, you know, generally CEOs and C-suite always want to see, you know, you can't be managing something that you aren't measuring. So I think we were trying to bridge those gaps and make those conversations better. We actually ran an ad when we were doing recruitment analytics for talent acquisition partners to basically bring the ad was basically, you know, using our software will get you a seat at the table because you're really able to like consolidate and like bring insights that are helpful for management. That's very clever indeed. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned that the tech, there are different options out there. I believe you're passionate in thinking that it's not a crowded market. It's, you know, some people might say, oh, why would you create another platform in the HR tech sector? It's so crowded. What would be your response to that? It's a great question. I get asked that a lot. I think it's a very interesting market. I think there's huge players that have come up. One of our big competitors that actually is based in Tel Aviv is Hi Bob. And they've grown very quickly and very fast. They just got a huge sponsorship from Josh Burson. You know, platforms that are like that, especially Deal now has released their own and ADP released their own HRMS, you know, functionality in their products. So you'd say, well, you know, there are these huge players that dominate the market. And that is true. But I think we've noticed that even customers that use these big platforms, sometimes there's still elements from those platforms that they don't really use. So then they end up fragmenting and getting different tools to solve different problems. And the companies we've really spoken to that still see a lot of pains are the small, medium-sized businesses. And so I think there's still quite a big space in the market to grow, which is why we started in the small, medium-sized space. And I don't think anyone's really solved the bridging of the data analytics piece quite like we have. So I think there's still features that we, you know, we're coming at with maybe like a different perspective. And I think there's still an opportunity to grow in that space, regardless if it's saturated. And by the way, HR is going to be saturated, a market saturated for a long time, because it's also an industry that is so ripe to change. I mean, look at the last three years, the entire industry is shifting to hybrid work model, remote work model. Nobody really even understands what the future of work really will look like. Yeah, definitely. So you've incorporated analytics in a big way. You've also got the onboarding aspect, which was what was giving me some flashbacks earlier to trying to do rapid hiring. And I love the way you've got the options to sort of set almost like streams or stories where you bring different roles in and that triggers different onboarding experiences from the email that goes out to the documentation, all that kind of stuff. Because we all know that those first few weeks are just critical in terms of the employee engagement motivation and also how long they stay in the company, let alone all the employer branding stuff that goes with it. So I think that's a huge aspect for any small business, small to medium anyway, is the ability to quickly onboard and do it in a nice way. Is that part of the thinking behind it? Definitely. The onboarding is such a key feature and also offboarding, but more importantly, onboarding is the one we like to talk about just because it's so hard to streamline that process and make it more automated, make it more user-friendly. And 
you know, those first 90 days of a new hire are critical. And like every survey that's been done about that 90 day window will tell you that. And I think we're trying to make that experience easy. And we've also built the onboarding function that down the road, we can just leverage them as workflows and you can repurpose them as like, you know, if you want to do like a workflow for a new promotion, you can basically automate any type of process. So that's the way it was designed and that's the intent, but onboarding for sure, a huge pain point. Excellent. So if we turn then to how hey, you're growing dream team, the business itself, what are you doing to get the word out there and to acquire new customers? I'd be curious to learn what you're doing and what advice you might have for others in the broad HR sector. I think that's a great question. I think it's been it's been interesting, right? Because you think based on the company you were at previously, and a few of us here have been in like enterprise, you know, in SaaS companies and B2B sales for a while and seen different, you know, iterations of businesses at different stages. But HR is such a different space. The buyer is so different. The ecosystem is different. So things that might have worked previously don't work here. I think we've been really good about trying experimenting with different marketing options and then seeing what works and what doesn't. We've tried Google. We've been doing quite a few tests with LinkedIn. Some have succeeded. Some have not. We're going to move in shortly into more of an awareness type of brand exercise with LinkedIn, because that's an easier, more cost-effective way to leverage LinkedIn, especially their campaign manager. We found that the SDR effort, really going in and doing cold emails and cold outreach, connecting with influencers, you know, like yourself, and also communities of HR professionals has really been helpful for us and building network sort of channel partnerships, et cetera. I think that's helpful for the space. In Israel, especially, we test a lot of our marketing and sales strategies, but Israel's a great, you know, grassroots type of market. So just getting the word out there has been super helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for calling me an influencer. My mom will be very proud of me. So thank you for that. You mentioned that on LinkedIn, you're going to try and do a bit more brand awareness stuff and through campaign managers, if you're not aware campaign manager is the portal or the platform where you manage advertising and paid promotion on LinkedIn. What are you intending to do with the awareness campaign? Is that like the eBooks ads that promote eBooks or webinars and things like that? Or is it something different? We're going to start testing some video ads just, you know, with no real intent, no click through, just really, you know, here are some of the pain points we're solving. We're working on one now for people analytics which really showcases what your life is without Dream Team and what it could be with Dream Team. Just things to get out the name. We've done eBooks before. We potentially will do them again. Those are really good tools, maybe webinars, things like that. We're looking at speaking at a few conferences, especially here in Israel. There's one next week. And, you know, Unleash is coming up. So just looking at different programs that support startups. Yeah. And would you look to partner with consultants or other HR tech firms, whether that's affiliate or referral or something else, co-marketing of some sort? Would you look at something like that? hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Everything's on the table. You know, HR consultants are great. We've spoken to a few in the US and Canada. And I think, you know, a lot of them have such a breadth of knowledge and exposure, just even in an advisory capacity or as a partner, that would be great. Yeah. I know when I was a consultant that I was able to introduce software, not financial gain, personal gain, but it just made me look better as a consultant because I resolved some HR related problems for different projects. And then I said, well, if you want to make this stick or make it work or make things work better, 
let's get some software behind it to keep things ticking over and running smoothly. And so here are your three options or here's the best option. And that's a way of introducing software. So it's not necessarily for financial gain. It may be if it's a referral thing, but it doesn't have to be that way. It can be, as I say, to make you look good or to help the client so that they just think you're amazing. And so it can be a very good win-win basis. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so just any final thoughts or advice for other companies, whether they be consulting firms or tech firms in the HR sector, any advice or learnings that you might share on how they might grow and win new business in this new environment? I think you just have to, you know, surround yourself with people that aren't scared to try new things and to potentially fail and not succeed, but to learn fast. You know, I encourage the team here, like we've tried many things that haven't worked out, but we've learned and we sort of try to, you know, take it and move forward. And I think that attitude is super helpful because it can be frustrating for sure at the beginning. The period that we're in now between our seed round and potentially our next investment round is really about solving for this sort of user acquisition formula. And what's the secret way to get it solved? And, you know, there's no real cookie cutter formula. You have to try and you also have to encourage people out there doing this to always just focus on your customer and your end user and the pains you're trying to solve for. And nothing is going to ever take the place of a strong product that solves actual problems. So I think, you know, once you do those and you connect those two pieces, you know, it's super helpful. Absolutely. So when I help new businesses, it's a different situation because they don't know yet what their customer base is like. And so there's different ways to research that. But for existing businesses, we always let's take it back a step. Let's look at the existing customer base or client base. You know, just work through a bit of a matrix, but what brought them in? What were the pain points? What industry, all that sort of stuff. But you will see recurring themes or things that you maybe hadn't noticed if you hadn't sat down and taken the time to really think it through. So it sounds like that's what you guys are working through and that then feeds into all the other stuff you're doing, like that. which conference do we attend? What webinar do we produce? Or what goes into the video that we're going to run on LinkedIn ads? Unless you've done that core research and thinking at the start, it's very hard. So yeah, I commend you for that. If people want to learn more about Dream Team, either to become a customer or to become a partner or refer it in some way, what should they do next? You can find us at www.dreamteam.io. And you can find all the information about our different product features and anything related to sales or to contact us. All the information is there. You can also find our dream team page on LinkedIn. And those are the sort of key areas right now. We're still growing in our social media. We'll have a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram page up shortly. But those are the main areas where you can. And hopefully you'll see us in LinkedIn ads or on a YouTube video soon. Excellent, excellent. And Natalie, thank you very much for sharing your insights and your advice. I really appreciate you sharing your time today. It's been great. Thank you so much. It was a great chat. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.